uh, Mr. Hollywood's hand reaches out to everywhere. Um, he's been watching. Inadvertently, he probably has uh, his hand in some of your projects. He's yeah, been, he's been taping. He's been. Uh, he's got, if not a hand, then at least a finger. Or oh, okay. A greasy oh. finger. Right. Greasy finger. Mm. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, that's good. But um, yeah. So. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Sure, and you. So you guys are in New York, of course. Yes, yes. yes. Now yeah. I'm not familiar with New York. I mean, what you know, what part of New York? Are the one guys? with the Chick Fil A in front of it. There's a Chick Fil A. Oh, okay. Uh, Actually, where we are now, it's being raided by uh, Department of Homeland Security. Oh yeah, it's Our, very it's very yeah. V for Vendetta feel around yeah. right oh, now. Oh wow! Wait, did I miss That's something? Is something fantastic. actually being raided right now? Yes. Yeah. The, this Long whole, Island, this where whole... we're from, is being raided. Yeah, okay. Mm, Currently wow. being being raided. <laughs> what? Yeah. Not to get political, but uh, you know we can change the topic. That's uh, uh, mm-hmm, Mr. Mm-hmm, I mean, wow. Mr. Hollywood. He's like he's looking for movie ideas, so he uh, he must be reading some kind of dystopian. Oh, he doesn't read. I heard about no, some kind of dystopian read. stories. Why, yeah, why read when when you've got movies? You know, that's what exactly, I always say. That what exactly. there's like people, you know, they you know they trash on you if you don't read. But there's too many fucking movies. There's it's like too re- many. it's like reading, but with photo pictures and sound. a movie is a book that reads itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's on autopilot. It's great. I prefer right? movies or pop up books. It, it, you got to admire it because it does all the work. Coloring books. books. Coloring yeah. books are nice. I, so I, I color in books with words in it just so I can... You just scribble crayons I just scribble. inside the book? I'm making my own stories now. <laughs> so I guess we are... Now, we, we haven't started yet. Are we starting? Oh, oh we started. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. we did start. We Welcome. Do, yeah. yeah. We do a soft start here. Yeah, yeah soft we, start. Wow. We do a soft start with a hard out. It's more like a surprise start because we yeah. don't tell you when we are starting. I'm about to go on a date with you fellas. <laughs> so, P, why don't you officially kick it off here? Welcome to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. My name is Peter Bune. I'm Sean King. I am Will Pintarge. And today we on the show, we have a very special guest Skyping in. We have Mr. Lobo of Cin- Cinema Insomnia. Greetings. I'm Mr. Lobo of uh, Simeon Sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> Did I fuck that up? I fucked that up. That's okay. I that's tend, right. to, I tend to, yeah, it's like my job to mess you up know, people's if I, titles. If I could do it all over again, I would have picked a much easier to, to spell... Uh, in the world of the internet, where everyone texts ninety percent of their communication, <laughs> I think I, I probably would have picked an easier name for my show. That's a lot of syllables to get over, man. It really is. It's it's very That's too many. It's like a haiku. Yes, yeah, too much. It's yes, yeah. it's too much. And we could, we couldn't we couldn't go with our original name. What was that for the show? It was going to be Insomniac Theater. And then at the same week, I think Dave Attell came out with Insomniac. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, explain yeah. what explain what Cinema Insomnia is and how long it's been on and where oh, people can watch it. Sure, yes. absolutely. Uh, quite very quickly, uh, I started uh, uh, as a child, small child, <laughs> very quickly. small black child uh, in Mississippi. Yes, I did. I, I started as a small uh, uh, black child, and then I got browner. <laughs> um, and uh, we're still hoping for a whiter Mr. Lobo, but we haven't quite got there yet. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, I started, uh, I, I did a lot of independent films, short films, uh, wrote for magazines, and somehow, somewhere, somehow, I got uh, a, a show at 3 in the morning on ABC affiliate uh, in Sacramento, California. And call and they had a movie at uh, three in the morning that ran twenty minutes short. So I had twenty minutes that I could fill in this movie with whatever I wanted to. And uh, I grew up with a show called Creature Features, 
which was hosted by Bob Wilkins. And most horror hosts are either like they're a cool vampire or a mad scientist. Bob was just like a big nerd with mm-hmm. glasses and a suit who uh, talked about the movies. And I liked that. And it was it was for me as a kid, it was comforting. And I sort of uh, uh, I met Bob and he encouraged me to do this sort of thing. And I started. We started doing this show at three in the morning, and uh, it, we had incredible ratings. We had a two. We had a, a two in the ratings at three in the morning in the Nielsen's, which is. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah keep you. going. I'm just go ahead. Uh, 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 two in the ratings in the Nielsen's, which was twenty two thousand homes at three in the morning. Three a.m. That's crazy. And so, so, uh, so you had a so you had like a twenty minute like block within the movie. No, no, it? it was broken up. It was just little spurts throughout the movie. Whenever okay. they went to a commercial break, they actually ran the, the wraparounds like a commercial. We, we, we packaged all of the breaks, and then they just they, they ran automatically with the commercial breaks. Nice. Uh, so it, it was seamless for the viewer at home. It seemed like I was popping right out of the movie and popping right into the movie, but they were actually uh, uh, um, carts that were breaks uh, in the for the uh, that were played during the commercial breaks. Right. Because before 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 I had the hosted segments in there, they had these gr- grueling six minute commercial breaks um, in, because they were uh, short on time. What kind of so, movies were you showing? Originally, there were, it was like the mystery science theater experiment for real because we had no control over what movies we were showing. We were only showing cheap movies. Hmm. That was the genre, cheap movies. So uh, we, we basically we had mysteries, we had uh, war movies, we had some genre movies, uh, but really it was anything goes. But most of the time they were very misunderstood movies. So I started uh, saying that they're not bad movies just misunderstood. That's right. right. That's that right. caught on as the catchphrase. That's but, the but famous was, line, yeah. What I was saying earlier is that uh, we originally were going to call this show Insomniac Theater, and then Dave Attell had his show Insomniac, and we thought in the TV guide, since they drop half of the name anyway, yeah, that might be too much of a problem. And then there was also, uh, we had heard, we never saw it, but someone had said that some other ABC affiliates were calling their overnight movie uh insomniac theater so we thought well maybe that's not very original maybe we'll try and be a little more creative and so uh i thought creature features has this sort of alliteration to it mm-hmm. so i thought cinema insomnia is kind of like this you know it's catchy in the same way as creature features it's a good work. name I so, just uh, I just tend to mess up uh intros that's all so cin- cinema sure. insomnia <laughs> <laughs> So we went into syndication in 2003. By 2006, we had a footprint of 46 million homes. Wow, man. And then broadcast fell apart, and I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> and but, now you're podcasting. But didn't, didn't that lead to you creating your own streaming channel, which is I pretty do. incredible? So talk about that now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I we actually had a, a after broadcast started dwindling. We had a very good uh, run on DVD. We did really good distributing DVDs. I, I paid my rent just on DVDs. Nice. Uh, Remember those days when you can actually make a oh, man. on DVD? They great. were so cheap to make, and we just we just raped people. We but, raped them over the but, raped them over the coals. Fifteen, twenty bucks a disc. But this was this afforded you to go on tour with your project, with your show, and kind of oh, meet absolutely. the fans. So you, just kind of like what we did with the Gooligans, uh, you toured and toured for years and years and years and got out. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
Right. Got the word out. Well, yeah. you got to get down there with the fans, you know, because the mainstream doesn't help you at all as far as promoting you. That's right. And uh, so you get down in there and you get in with the fans. And I got enough of a reputation to where I was approached by a horror channel a few years back. This is around 2012. And I don't know if I should say their name or not. I guess it doesn't matter. Go ahead. But no, no, they're not listening. Uh, but we, Zombie TV was right. the uh, – were, were, they were very interested in my fan base. They were interested in my contacts. They were interested in the show. They wanted me to be involved as an advisor. I designed their logo. I um, made – I produced over 40 promotional um, videos for them. It was pretty much – that channel was built on uh, your – around your – show basically zombie TV. a lot of it was yeah. that was it was the, the my show was their biggest draw on the channel i think they didn't like that actually <laughs> wow. i think they kind of thought i think they thought that they would come up with something better than my show that would do better on the channel but that that didn't uh, i don't know if that actually happened uh but the the channel uh got about five million plays a year from what i was told and it was bought by someone who wanted to do their own channel and so uh, we uh, we showed up one day at the studio, and they were locking it all up, and uh, oh, which was a shame because everything was going well. Our show was doing well. We were feeling good. We enjoyed working together. Uh, it just uh, you know an investor uh, got involved, and things changed, and um, you know they went their own way, and Zombie disappeared off the map, and um, and I have no hard feelings, you know, other than. I still thought there was a lot more to do. And um, so uh, I, Dixie, my wife and I started our own channel. We thought, well, if we could start it from the beginning, and if it was just us, and we don't have to compromise, what kind of channel would we do? And, and I always had regrets that it always had to just be horror stuff. There's so much great weird stuff in the world. And when I was a kid, there was always like the weird video store or the weird UHF channel or the weird cable station where you would just find stuff. Right. And, and there was nobody telling you it was any good. You would just kind of be exposed to stuff that you just didn't see anywhere else. Yeah, that was wonderful so that was, when that used to so happen. That was, that was kind of <laughs> – that used to happen. Yeah, that's right. So that was kind of the uh, – I guess the genesis of OSI 74, which is a, a totally made up – uh, channel that sort of sounds like something. Uh, it has the sort of alphanumerics, you know, um, which is uh, very 1970s. Um, and uh, I uh, designed a logo that looked retro. We designed a look that looked sort of retro-futuristic, and we tried to just avoid, like, the dripping blood and the bats and all the stereotypical uh, stuff and, and, and try to just sort of let it evolve itself and uh, i and uh, i got about 17 different producers involved off the bat and uh it's basically a collective uh we don't own anyone's content we encourage everyone to be totally independent everyone if they everyone wanted to have their own roku channel they could have their own roku channel and we'd promote it you know it's really basically a a distribution outlet and a cross-promotional outfit outfit for independence because because independents don't get a break anywhere and uh, we, we we've got two million play two uh, almost two and a half million plays on the channel. Yeah, we're That's pretty great. familiar with the uh, independents getting uh, no support anywhere. Yeah, uh, but this is this is a, an amazing outlet because yeah, the, you got to do DIY DIY. Well, it's great because OSI seventy four uh, it it gives you the opportunity to kind of 
not only just promote your show, but also kind of sell merchandise and cross promote, right? This was a big thing. Absolutely. Yeah, you can put, if you want to put commercials for your stuff to sell, uh, if you've got something for sale, we'll put it in our store and link it right to you. Uh, we have a tip jar that we have give to all produ- all of our producers, which it's interesting. Certain things work for certain producers. Like there are somebody I get an email from say, "Hey, I got another forty bucks in my tip jar," you know, and they're really excited. And then other producers are like, "Is my tip jar on? Does it work?" You know. So it, it, it is interesting how it, it, certain things do work, and we have some. Uh, uh, people who produce shows who actually can go out hit the pay i've never been able very good at doing this hit the pavement get it fully sponsored have regular commercials running in their show because we have we have two minute breaks uh you know every eight minutes or so uh so they can put in there their their own commercial content and they they that's how they make it work for them and then you have somebody like sleazy from guar who always wanted to be a horror host and all i did was just say Hey, you know that show you wanted to do? Do you want to do it for OSI? And he just did. We don't pay him anything. He just nice. like we were doing, created the show, and he does really well just on merchandising, just t-shirts and stuff. Uh and uh Church of the Subgenius, that was another weird one. We um uh I I wanted to show we have a weird uh category called Secret Sunday on the channel and it's like some of it's like weird religious stuff and oh, some of it's great. like ufo conspiracy stuff oh i love it right up uh, will's alley love it so so you know it's, we've got bigfoot and and government cover-ups and all this stuff and uh uh and and um i wanted to show the church of the subgenius uh recruitment film called arise it was a prized vhs when i was a youngster it was just this barrage of clips from 50s movies and flashing and color and psychedelic kind of stuff and weird voiceovers. And it was the um, in, in a time where digital editing didn't exist. This was this was very intensive kind of editing on this um, thing. I think it took them several years to put it together. I've seen this uh, before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I contacted the Church of the Subgenius, uh, Reverend Stang and um, Dr. Philo Drummond, and I said, look, fellas, um, and actually a fan helped make that connection because I had no idea how to reach those guys. And I said, look, fellas, I've got this channel. We can't give you anything, but I I love this thing growing up. I'd love to see another audience find it. You know, can we put it up on Sunday? They took a look at our channel and they're like, oh, you know what? You can have everything. We've got music. We've got stuff from Devo. We've got Negative Land. We've got, you know, we've got all these uh, films we've made, concerts that we've filmed, events that we've filmed. And they actually they actually create, curate a whole category on the channel, and they have totally original stuff. They have a show called Ministry of Slack. Slack is the Church of the Subgenius version of the Forced. You want Slack? Slack is the thing that Slack you want. Slack is good. Slack is what the man is taking. The con, the conspiracy took your Slack away, and you're trying to get it back. Bob is helping you get your Slack back. Oh, I gotta, gotta so, check this so, out. So 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 the Church of the Subgenius was something that was real big in the '80s and '90s. I really loved it, and uh, you know Pee Wee Herman, Devo. A lot of people were. If you look at the old uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse episodes, mm-hmm. where the wall opens up, where his bike comes out. Yep, there's a picture of Bob right there. Oh, no, really? <laughs> no, yeah. So there's a lot of people who saw that as an art movement in the '80s and '90s, and they were really way into it. Uh, but since the '90s. Um, they have their cadre of fans, but it's all in this bubble, you know? So it was cool because suddenly they're exposed to 
this streaming audience because we had all you know anyone who was looking for subgenius content was coming right to us, and um, they saw a twenty five percent increase in their merchandise sales just from being on the channel. So they're like a wow. they're a thousand percent happy with just being on the channel, even though again we're really not offering them anything but a platform. <clears throat> That's wonderful. So everybody must go check it. And they can find the OSI 74 on, I have it on Roku Box, but yes. you, what other streaming devices can you get it on? Uh, you know, there's a Kodi app, but it's still in development. There are some, really, Roku is the best version of it. Uh, if you have Vimeo, you can find a lot of the content via Vimeo on your other uh, services. But really, right now, I mean, uh, eventually we want to have an Amazon Fire version, a Google uh, um Google, what is it? What's the Google uh, one? Google, Google, Google Play, Google Play, Google, Google Some Play stick. version. St- yeah, whatever. Yes, Fire Stick. I don't know. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and then uh, the only problem that we've found is that just running one channel is one version of the channel is a full time endeavor. Yeah. So we, we eventually we will um, expand into other things, but for right now. Uh, just just getting the Roku to where we exactly want it to be is still a work in progress. But we have, um, you know, uh, it's a it's it's all, the content's always rotating. There's hundreds of new things up all the time. It weekly it weekly rotated, and um, you know, it's, it's a ton uh, of fun. Ton you, of- you you log on and you got all these. It's basically you can select any episode of any show that you want. It's yeah. like totally on demand. That's channel, awesome, and it's, man. And it's tons of fun. Yeah. It's uh, and it's it's uh, what I like about it is that's all and this is sort of selfish, but it's stuff I'd watch. Yeah, Everything, right. a lot of the stuff is stuff that is either interesting to me, uh, stuff that I'd watch, uh, or stuff that I just know just isn't anywhere else. Um, well, that's know. what we kind of do when we um, when we make up our pitches. We we usually try to pitch stuff that we'd want to watch. And yeah, uh, right. so, Sean, you yeah. want to get into the yes, yes, Mister Lobo. Thank you so much yeah. for skyping in, man, because. Here on the Pitch It Movie podcast, we could really use somebody of your your knowledge of, of, of film, of television, of history, because here at the Pitch It Movie podcast, Pete, Will, and myself, we have a job coming up with movie pitches for our boss, Mr. Hollywood, right? Oh, and okay. So we, had, we have a week to come up with a movie pitch, but as usual, guys, we did it again. Oh, we wait until the last hour of the week, which is right now. Okay, we procrastinate, and now we're paying the price. Always. So that's why we got Mr. Lobo on here, to help us come up with a movie pitch. And we got to do it from top to bottom, from soup to nuts. Yes. Right now, we got to come up with a whole movie pitch. And we get on the rails. We, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we just have no idea where to start right well, now. Well, I, I, so he, Mr. Lobo is like a, a horror, like he was a horror host. He was like a, or a like, you know, subcultural movie host. Yeah. I've been watching, I, I just rewatched Fright Night 1 and 2, like, Ooh. I love this idea of some sort of uh, some like a, a, a like a subcultural horror host or or uh, or old school like like a Peter Vincent or whatever. yeah like a Peter Vincent kind of thing and then something goes that. wrong uh-huh. now it could be a comedy it could be a drama but we've never made a dramatic horror film and I'm not talking about like scary horror like where there's monsters and stuff like just what about the trials and tribulations of losing something like you just said like you went into your studio one day and it was getting shut down. Like hmm. there's got to be something there. Well, yeah, I I, I think of uh, Gremlins too. Also, um, I can't remember the the horror host character in Gremlins too. Oh my God, he was great. Remember that was one of the bright spots. It of was that a, movie. yeah, it was a spoof of uh, of Grandpa Munster who right. was a host at that time for Turner, and basically that the villain in that 
or not the villain, but the the corporate entity that owned that building Clamp. was kind of a cross between Trump, a clamp, right? right. A tr- cross between Trump and Ted Turner. And Turner, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right, dude. The and, cl- Ted Tur- <laughs> and Ted Turner had a show called Super Scary Saturday, which was hosted by Grandpa no from shit. the Munsters. Okay. So what? that's why Al they Lewis? had that. Is that Al that grandpa, uh, that that vampire character in the movie, right. and Al Lewis was mad because he said he would have done it if they asked him to. <laughs> oh shit! He eventually <laughs> ended up like losing all of his limbs to diabetes. I think. Oh, oh no. Like he lost his legs and stuff. Oh, it's fucking sad terrible. story. It's sad. Let's put that in our movie. And they oh they and he and Turner was famous for colorizing the movies too, and that was a, that was a thing Son that they uh, bitch. they added into the, the character. What if it, what if it was like. Uh, what if we made a movie about like it was like a ghost signal, like a, a thing from the '80s went off the air and no one knew what happened to the show? Oh. And you're just thinking of, this now, yeah. And all good. of a sudden, it came out on streaming and no one knows what it is, and then boom, ah. it's right there. And then we have Ooh. to come up with some substance for it, like an old signal that kind of returns from the UHF era. We can call of? it. We could just call the movie Ghost Signal. Ghost Signal. Mm. So, <laughs> is your idea that like it's something from the past that kind of has been floating in the ether until it found like a uh, it was a, waiting a for the right time. Yeah, I found a vessel which is streaming content yeah. to kind of come back and bring back all these old. What if we mix videos, that with content? like? What if we mix that like with a movie like Remote Control? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. What do you uh, think? All right. So we're getting a lot of inv- a lot of influences here. Yeah. We've got Remote <laughs> Control. Uh, we've got or where does it stay? Stay tuned. Is that stay the word? Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. That's what it was. Stay tuned. Because remote control is the MTV yeah. game show. Yeah, Ari Word I think is the one with right. John Ritter. Where yes. they're right. Is it John Ritter. Pam Dauber. Popping through different. Pam Dauber. They're yeah. popping through different TV shows. We love that. And movie. then you've got like uh, uh, what that show? What White Noise or something? Right. Yeah. Or you got um, you got uh, you got a little bit of Terrorvision in there too. Yeah. Terrorvision. Terrorvision's a really good example. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that idea. And there was a horror host in Terrorvision, and there's a horror host in Fright Night. Right, um, right, right. So, so what if we mixed a little waxwork in there, and it sucked ah, these kids ooh, into yeah. all these different universes controlled by this horror host? And they're all and he's oh, like a, and he's like jig, and he's like cool. a and he's like a, he's jigsaw. Like a jigsaw. Oh, he's like the Jeffrey Jones in Stay Tuned with the remote control. <laughs> yep, and he's like he's your host, and he oh, could okay. be like you know he could. Like I'm not gonna say like a max headroom, but like a mesh of those things. That sounds Ooh, okay. Cool. It could so, even be a chick. It could even be Mr. Lobo. It could yeah, be Mr. Lobo. Could be Mr. Lobo. <laughs> well, I, that's the best idea you fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, you know, you could have it to where um, you know uh, you've got this almost like the phantom instead of the Phantom of the Opera, it's like the Phantom of the TV station. Cool. You know, where you've got like this person from the UHF era who's still somehow lurking or living in a TV station mm, and yeah. either he lures a bunch of millennials in there and traps them into TV shows or you know he could be mad at the whole digital you know digital kill the video star you right, know? So right, he, right. He, he could have this kind of insane bloodlust against uh, cell phones and computers, I and, love he, that. You know, and he, he gets right. a bunch of hackers in his in his uh, in his TV station and uh, traps them inside of uh, a bunch of shitty old TV shows. Yeah. We could we could oh, do yeah, that, yeah, or we could awesome. we could go on a more supernatural level, and he could like lawnmower man himself into <laughs> the into the into the into the in the hard, like the hardwire of that, the that could probably happen later on, but maybe he should start as a, as a like. Well, we start off in the beginning, and maybe it's a guy who's yeah. going to lose his show, and he's pissed. He's like, yeah. hey, you're out of here. Your stuff stinks. Get out. He's like, yeah, the weatherman. Like, you can't tell me, and he shoots himself into yeah. a satellite. He's like he's like the kind of the failed anchor, and he 
had to do the horror host thing. Yeah. Oh, but it should begin in the past. And yeah. this guy, maybe if you... 1984. <laughs> if it does get a little supernatural, what if he, like, he gets angry and he kind of gets, like, he gets killed, like, touching a, like, a electrified satellite or something, and then he gets... Ooh, he gets zapped into the... He gets the, zapped. It's like yeah. prison. And then, yeah, like... like uh, yeah, like freaking... Uh, 30 years or later. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Like shocker. <laughs> shocker. But it's a horror host. <laughs> Like it's, horror host who's who's stuck in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, yeah. this is pretty cool. The man. Phantom Zone is a cool name for and, the movie. I like Ghost Signal. Ghost and, Signal Two is fine. And and when they when he kind of recreates uh, the technology to kind of zap the kids into the TV land or whatever. Well, maybe he's, he's maybe gotta, the kids do. Oh, sorry, well, he's got to use like the old technology at the station. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the everything's got to be analog, satellite stuff. Yeah, yeah, the old radio shit. But maybe he gets summoned by these kids who are. Way into like the dark internet and like yeah maybe the they're <laughs> yeah. oh so they, fi- they maybe they th- maybe yeah. they find like an old they find like an old video and like they hear a story about like this old show like it's yeah. probably millennial well, kids like you're like us like I know you're not a millennial no you're not but like it could yeah. be what go ahead like a spooky pasta come real right oh. yeah hear about this old show where yeah. the host died and you know the, his ghost was trapped in a, a tv set or a tv yes. show yeah or and, it, yeah and, and so they go on the dark web to investigate this <laughs> they find a copy of this show somehow and they <laughs> somehow release this ghost host from the past ghost, ghost host <laughs> yo this is awesome because he can be he can be kind of one of the uhf channels like his, his spirit turned into a like a, one of those wavelength channels. Or all right, something. but we got to We all we all got to agree that this does not have a happy ending for anybody, well, I, and I mean on a global level. Maybe it could. Who knows? I I, I like I like. I know you like the. We got to figure out the tone, ending, you know. But we got to keep with this. It's got to have at least. It can't change. It can't you, shift tones more than three, two or three. All tones. right, but do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a comedy? A comedy horror? That's what I'm saying. We got to we got to figure out what tone we want to do mm. and don't veer from it too much. Okay, let's do it. You know. I'm down I like think, a, I go oh, ahead, go Lobo. Ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I I with what you said, I think that it would be interesting if it was like a dark comedy, you yeah. know, yeah. like maybe like Return of the Living Dead or something like that, okay. where there is where it's not as silly as Terror Vision, but yeah. but maybe There's, not as serious as yeah. uh if you want to call Lawnmower Man serious, but <laughs> I love that I movie. Uh, I call it very. I love that movie. Uh, I, I call it very serious. It always comes back to Matt Frewer somehow. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was in. Uh, he was, was in Matt two, Matt right? Frewer, Isn't Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Is it Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, Matt Frewer was, was Job in Part Two, I think. Right? Wasn't he? Uh, Max Headroom. He was. What a fucking awesome casting choice that was, right? Max Headroom yeah. plays the Lawnmower Man in Lawnmower Man Two. Doesn't wait, he? Wait, wait, d- wait! Did no? He did. Is that true? Life? I, yeah, I, I thought think it, he was. I thought it was the same guy from the first. No, Jeff Fahey was in mm. only the first one, right? Jeff Fahey. That's who I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the second Lawnmower Man yeah. was Matt Frewer, right? Yeah, yes. And that is perfect because he was Max Headroom. Yeah, right. It was yeah. crazy. I think I think you're right, Lobo, with the tone being and and probably will too. It's like the threat has to be absolutely real. But it can be light and other and fun, and we gotta yeah. maybe we gotta talk about like just I guess the the relevance is it's the the it's a generational thing because like I love stuff from the past. I know Pete and Sean love stuff from the past. Obviously, you love stuff. From, I feel like if you're involved in this community in any way, shape, or form, you look back to bring things forward. Uh, it's got a very Hegelian dialectic thing to it. So. We should really go after kids who are just like so inundated with just yeah. the dark web and, but, the, and yeah. the internet. And but what's cool is is these kids could be fascinated with that kind of that. Oh, and that's how they find that, it, right? They, they do that, 
but this this entity, this this ex host who's now uh, this kind of like this channel, this ghost channel, could be really like Lobo said, really resentful of that technology. Yeah, because he feels this. like it. He, it's like it's like hair metal dying to grunge. Right. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know. Imagine how they felt. You know, back it's in the kind day. of in, it's kind of interesting that the or fact washing that, the die out actually. <laughs> this this right. guy, this ghost host, gets summoned. Only he could only by using modern technology. Well, maybe they the kids can mix modern shit to find that channel. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they, maybe they try to tune in an old television. It doesn't work, so they you know they oh, so of, they fuck around at like weird science style. Yeah, like a like, brain scan type of thing. Because like yeah, in my they, in my house right now, my roommate Joe, he he loves this stuff. He got a 1984 television and he hooked up Roku to it. He hooked up his YouTube Whoa. to it. All with adapters and shit. All adapters and stuff. But like, what if like, the they, shell, the what if they were doing it and TV. lightning struck the house? Yeah. It was just like the perfect time. Right, right, right. I, right. You know, that, that kind of gives me an idea because, you know, we're actually transferring a lot of stuff from old tapes for the channel. So, you know, you know, you're literally taking something that no one's looked at for 30 years that's Ooh. been on a, on a beta SP tape. And 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 then using a digitize you know a, a program to digitize it and put it into your computer. Maybe. It could be that they find an old tape or something in a, yeah. a thrift store. Oh yeah, and they, or a, they, a video store that's going yeah, under or a, a dirt flea then, market. Or, yeah, and a, a flea market, and right. then they 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 try to put it up on the web, and whatever's trapped on that tape yes. is sort of like a virus and that's uses it. that technology somehow yeah, to uh, take over. To get its power. That's it. Or maybe they find it at the old radio, the old TV station. Listen, there was an "Are You, you Afraid know? of the Dark" episode like this. Uh-oh, which uh-oh. Was, no, but not like it was, like the way he's talking about, like how, like it was, it was like right in the '90s when like technology was just like because '90s kids were, were 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 fucked up because we are the ones that remember what was and then what was coming forward. Like technology, <sighs> you were kind of stuck in the middle there. We were you? stuck in the middle. We saw everything coming and we yeah. didn't know what to do with it. Right. So, like in this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, Sucks for there you. was there was a virus and uh, it was it was just like this little horror host, but he was like this little midget who would like had little had, person. Yeah. Well, oh uh, yeah. Just sorry, kidding. little person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I like where this is going. Let's let's keep it going. Yeah, so we gotta let's, we gotta make we, we gotta make this sexy here to sell, right? Because we gotta pitch this to Mr. Hollywood, and he's got. So the host this. is Kari Warrer. Yeah. I know that there's there's no there's no money in my appeal, so we're gonna have to bring right. some people in. Yes, I'm thinking we could get all the internet famous. You know, get James Roll for get you know get a bunch of people who are internet famous Ooh. and have them be the group of young people. Oh, that's a good idea. Who, Shit. Who who to be the ones who the and then you could have like in the flashbacks you could cast a lot of people who were in old TV shows and get the 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 nostalgia in there. Oh shit! So when they're in the environment, you know, they're interacting with uh uh you know uh the guy from Knight Rider or whatever. Yeah, you know. Cool. Asshole. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> their, their environment, they could be interacting with these sort of uh, uh, you know uh, people from older movies that you could just young up in digitally or re- or just make them up or if they still look good, put them right, just drop them I right see. in. So there. we're just gonna like make a Ready Player One horror movie. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. Why the that's, fuck? I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I'm really into it. Awesome. Like, and, I, and I love Mr. Lobo's idea of adding like YouTube stars and stuff. Like James Rolfe, yeah, who's the great, angry yeah. video game nerd. I watch him all the time. Um, who else would you? You got Mark P- uh, Piler, uh, the guy who who plays all those horror video games and stuff. PewDiePie. 
I wouldn't put PewDiePie. In <laughs> what about that uh, Onyx? The uh, the what's his name on Nerdist? The the guy uh, Onyx. What's his name? Damn it! I don't know. What about uh, Chris Raygun? Anyone familiar with him? Mm. I, I'm 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 not. I'm oh. not a huge YouTube. I, I don't have cable, so that's all I watch is YouTube. Vine stars? Uh, Should we get wh- Vine stars? No, Vine stars aren't. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> so Vine died on the, the vine. vine. Oh. Died on the vine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, is, Lobo. I, that's right up your. Those bad puns yeah, are right up no, your alley. Bad puns, absolutely. You well, got core host potential for sure. Let's yes. let's let's let all these YouTube these digital stars uh, die. No, no, no. <laughs> let's 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 let, let's let them make cameos just like the star other stars of the older mediums yes. make cameos but let's focus on like getting you know uh maybe some unheard actors to be our, oh. our protagonists all right unknowns yeah because yeah, the cameo so? thing is like we're, okay, okay we're gonna go with the james balsamo method of uh <laughs> of having people watch your movies as they shove as many people in there as possible i was thinking like like a back to the beach where they had you know kind of kids Ooh. and then they also had kind of you know they had peewee there and they had the young fishbone, but then the, yeah, and then they had, <laughs> and then they had the leave it to Beaver cast and the uh, Gilligan's Island cast. And that's know. cool. Bert Ward. It wasn't. It wasn't like a. It was not a meta thing, but it, it was it's, just like it's, it's a. It's a. It's like almost like a, a a clashing of of generational media. That's and that's the basis of that's the point of, of the, the whole, whole story, movie. right? Yeah, yeah. Is, is and that clash? Where does it? And we got to figure out where it leads us. But let's yeah. cast this thing and find a director. Hmm. Okay. Director. Director. That's a tough. I'm one. gonna throw out. Sam Raimi. Oh, I got a good one. Nicholas Winding Riffin. Nope. Sam, Sam Raimi. <laughs> I'm going to say Alex Winter. Oh, oh okay. that's a good one. Because he oh, does. Oh, wow. He does. I like that idea. He did a really cool uh, deep web doc. Yep, he did. Uh-huh. And he does docs now. And he did Freaked, which was I love amazing. Freaked. That movie was awesome. And his, and his uh, Tom Stern was the co-director. And Keanu always shows up for his projects because they're can, best yeah. buds and in your life we as can well. We have a Keanu uh, cameo. He could play several I, different I, Keanu characters. Now, it depends on how you want this movie to play. Because if you want it to be real satirical, I think Bobcat Goldthwait would be a good director. Oh, oh shit! Oh, shit. He could also he could also play the horror host too. Oh, he, Ooh, and yeah. he's also a retro guy. You that's, know what I mean? He right, was absolutely. real big in the eighties. That's yeah. Bobcat's a tight. He's, that's tight. That's a tight director. We are such fans of his movies. It's it's indescribable. I'm how, actually a hundred percent on board for that because I'm, I feel I'm like down. he would be a great director. And he would also be like the best star for it, unless you want to put Nick Cage in there. No, but his shit gets no, his shit gets real dark. Yeah, well, I mean, that's good. That's no, what I want. That. That's what I that. want. Would you want to kind of steer him away from being so satirical and so? No, because this whole thing's about satire. It could start off satirical and get dark. But I mean, you know, World's Greatest Dad is fucked up, and God Bless America it is super fucked, fucked up. up. But somehow it's still way. funny. Yes. yes. Oh, it's yes. goddamn yes. hilarious. Because, yeah. like, I, you know, it's interesting because, you know, my wife and I, we watched, uh, what is it, World's Greatest Dad? Is yeah. that the world? Is that yes. right? Is that yeah. the right? Am I saying that yes. right? Yes, it's a great one, yeah. Uh, and, that, I mean, that was right after Robin Williams committed suicide. And we still somehow got through that movie and enjoyed that movie mm-hmm. and, uh, and got a couple laughs out of that movie. Well, in the right. movie, his right. son accidentally... Uh, right. Asphyxiates right. himself, which right. is like uh, ironic. Like, I wish because yeah. like Robin Williams would be perfect as a horror host in this. Movie. <laughs> he would have. He, he, he would be. Yeah, yeah. Be a he would solid he horror host. But I think I think we should definitely go the route like like um like a Mr. Lobo or what was this Bob Wilkins was it from Creature Bob Features? Wilkins. Yeah. yeah. So, so not like a not like a a charactery kind of kooky host, just a you know like like the um 
the Joe Robert Bob, Osborne Joe style. Bob Briggs can make a cameo there, right? <laughs> what a, yeah. There you go, exactly. How about John Jim, Goodman? Yeah, Jim Bloom, Joe, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, that's absolutely. right. Yeah, yeah. Joe, mm-hmm. yeah. John Goodman, John yeah. Goodman? I don't know. You want to, as the horror host? Maybe. Well, John Goodman? You know, John Goodman can play dark, too. I mean, yeah, Cloverfield, what, right? he was way dark. Actually, yeah. that's awesome. Fucking Barton Meet Fink, the Cloverfield? Please. Is that what the name of that one? Meet, Meet the Cloverfield? <laughs> <laughs> Meet the Cloverfield. No, actually, I love this. I'm a Cloverfield fucker. No, no, I actually... Can you milk me? <laughs> All right. Bobcat Goldthwaite directs. You, and he writes, too. And, he uh-huh. write, and he'll write it. Yeah. But John Goodman plays the horror host. I love that. Or how about Keaton? Michael Keaton? Ooh, oh, he's done, he's man. making a great comeback. He was awesome in Spider Man. He was. He was. Yeah, he, he never could, left. He could play. He could play a horror host, and he's certainly a washed up '80s guy. So you definitely need that washed yeah, up '80s. Michael Keaton. Sure. All right, I'm I'm in for Keaton. And, and he has Keaton. he has appeal now, and he had appeal. Kids in know 80s who too. he is again. Yeah, which is well, we'll crazy. just wait till Beetlejuice two comes out. Watch. Never gonna happen. Let's beat this. Let's oh, let's put this out before Beetlejuice two. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> this will. Maybe this, this could be this could be like if and if and if you know maybe we could try to if we don't if if we don't get Michael Keaton or maybe if we do get Michael Keaton we could position this as the asylum answer to the Beetle new Beetlejuice movie. Yeah, well, right. wouldn't you yeah, say yeah. wouldn't you yeah, say yeah, Beetlejuice yeah. itself was kind of like a horror? He was like a horror yeah. host in a lot of ways. Oh God, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, if, he, a, if, if he does yeah, a a performance that like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He He's got to be completely, like, and his character has to be completely just Bonkers. out there. Yeah. And, uh, I can also see Bobcat Goldthwaite pulling that off. That's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, but, it's so hard. Now we got to really pick. Like, but but when the la- when's the last time Bobcat was, like, acting? The, the lead of a, th- or had a sizable part. Was it, like, Hot to Trot? True. You know, was it, was That's <laughs> like, when the hell was the last? Hot to <laughs> Trot. When the hell was the last time? Which is yeah. a great movie. You know, yeah. it's almost like he's kind Bill of, Bill like, Murray would also be a good horror Hot, hot to Trot sounds like one of our pitches. <laughs> yeah. It does. <laughs> I wish we wrote. All right, that. we got it. We got it. We got it on the rails now. I who, say Bobcat directing and writing and directing with Michael Keaton starring. Cool. I d- I'm down with that. And, All right. And our and our our cast of uh, unknowns. Lobo, as, you as, cool with that? Uh, I'm still. I, I'm. I'm. I'm still thinking. I, I, it's, are, are we divided right now, or what's, no, what's the? Uh, y- you um. You got to approve or 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 dispute. <laughs> I got to prove or dispute. All yeah. right, let me think about this. You're, well, well you I, like I think if we're yeah. pitch, I think if we're pitching it, I think like when we finally, if we actually, if Mr. Hollywood says yes, what'll probably happen is Michael Keaton will want too much money and we'll have to get somebody else. So I think to sell this project with what's everything that's happening right now, it probably would be uh, since we are pitching, we're we're not producing independent film right now. Right. We're pitching a movie. So uh, I think um, I think you're I think that's probably wise to offer up. Uh, to suggest someone like Michael Keaton at this juncture, so I will, I will, I will All go right. along. Well, All right, Mr. Hollywood so has given us a, a, a budget of eleven billion. Right, so right. He gives us <laughs> eleven billion. It's not even a real wow. number yet, but it. Oh, wow. But um, you know, Will Ferrell hope. would also be but a good three, horror host. Three fourths of that budget goes to marketing. So. Oh. <laughs> Right. Well, <laughs> a, you ha- you know what? That's true because like a lot of we have one. What Valerian? Has anyone seen? Like, you see that movie was like. Now, uh, I saw Valerian. I did. Did too. you like it? I had a good time at the movies. I was a little disappointed that I wasn't as into the characters as I was in Fifth Element because I thought the characters in I Fifth agree. Element were really compelling and charming. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I mo- whereas in this movie, the side characters were tons more interesting than the main characters. The CGI characters, yeah. I saw it too. Uh, you yeah. know, like 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 the guy I wanted to see a whole movie about the guy running the tour. You know? 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so anyway, th- that that mind. whole city was but, awesome. That city. I know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it was good, to, beautiful to look at. I, I, but I think it was a little miscast. Uh, miscast. That's, yeah. I heard that. You know, uh, uh, Cara, Cara Delevingne. People shit on movie. her. Oh, Cara, put, she's, you know, uh, Lobo. Yeah, what do you think? Because I thought yeah. I thought Valerian was miscast. He was not yeah. a leading man. DiCaprio light. But Cara Levine, people shit on her acting. I thought she was pretty good. She was way better than uh, Dahan. Yeah, and I Rihanna agree. was terrible. Uh-huh. Rihanna was terrible. Rihanna was terrible. She was bad. Like that's that's just bad. that was just, that's I, not a surprise I think though. That it only works because she was playing someone who's pretending to be a person. Right. So I that's think her in real life role. as well. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's how that. I think that's why that character. They do that with a lot of actresses, like Scarlett Johansson. It's like, well, she can play a robot or someone who's not in touch with her feelings, <laughs> and she's amazing at that. It's like if, if you have to cram her in, you know, you got to make um, her some kind of like like she was so much better in Battleship, you know. Ariana. Yeah. I don't mind Cara Delevingne. No. Who is the uh, who is the kid and baby driver? Play baby. Oh, uh, Ansel Elgort. Elgort. He would be great in this. Okay. He's, got, he's definitely got that retro modern vibe. Though. So we're really not going for no names as the. Uh, well, they're up and comers. They're okay, up and comers. So. Up and comers. Cara Delevingne. What's what? Cara Delevingne and Ansel Elgort. Him, and then we need to find I a like young cast. black actor, young black gentleman. How about Ray Fisher, who's cyborg in uh, the upcoming who's, Justice League? Let's just make our characters archetypes of the kids from Stranger Things. Who's the guy? Okay. Who's, uh, She's uh, eleven. Cara's eleven. Yeah. Who's the guy who's uh, well? You wouldn't want to get the guy who's uh, Finn, right? From uh, Star oh, Wars. Boyega, he's good. Or, oh, or, or is he too if old? You if you no, can't like get him, I don't know his name, but the guy who is in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, who is the uh, who gets captured by the Holistic Assassin, he's really charming. I like <laughs> that, that guy too. Um, who's that dude? You know, I'm trying I don't to think. Know. You know who is the? You know who I'm talking I, about? I, I, I'm trying to think of the cast. I do like uh, um, Elijah Wood's uh, sister in it, Hannah yeah, Marks. She's, she's really good. I cast her in in, 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 in this. I put yeah. her in this. Yes. All right. Yeah, they're all that around that same age. Ansel Elgort's like 22. So we're talking about so like Car Delevingne, yeah. kids uh, early to mid 20s, and yeah. kind of four four of them kind of as these yeah. pirates, these video pirates. We do need yeah. diversity though. Yeah. We do need diversity, but we'll get back to that. Let's let's think about the, right. the story. Like. How does this yeah. begin? What's right. Act Two, Act Three? And these these shows that they get kind of stuck in or kind of thrown into are they? Are we doing real shows or are we kind of making them up like archetypes, Stay Tuned? Archetypes yeah. of shows, like Stay Tuned. Like is. I would love to see someone get thrust only because I'm a big Doctor Who fan, like thrust into a Doctor Who yeah. scenario where like one right. of them has to p- portray like a Doctor character. But would it be? Would it be a? Sp- would it be Inspector Space Time? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It'd be, it'd be something like you know. It, it'd be a riff on. Would it be things. really Doctor Who? No, it wouldn't, no. It, wouldn't it, be it would be Who. Inspector Space Time. It would okay. be. That. It, would be yeah. it would be like they, they're in that show, and it's like because uh, there's a great Futurama episode where they get captured by uh, this being who loves Star Trek. Okay, and like it's just kind of just like that, like where they just. Oh no, no, I, I saw that. That's, that's amazing. Galaxy Quest. That's called. That's amazing. <laughs> so, well, stuff like that, except like when they, and if you go to the waxwork formula, they right. get thrown into those dioramas and they have yes. to live through those things, which I is mean, awesome. Because yeah. waxwork is the best movie. Now, would and they to, be able yeah. to cheat? Where it's like, wait a second. Let, I, I know what show this is. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Google it and find out what happens in episode 12 of, of uh, Blake oh, Seven or whatever. Oh, right. yeah. Maybe, maybe they can actually use their phones. Cheat codes. This. They kind of like look up like little cheat codes to get out of their scenarios. Right, right. So I think the way this starts that, is that's cool. That's cool. That's so, they, cool so they can actually use their, their tech, yeah. their modern tech to defeat the old tropes kind of. Yeah. See, okay, that's cool. So now 
this and this and this makes the host even angrier. Of course, and he and and this is how it starts. There's a video, st- a local video store finally closing down. I like and the TV station. What are you about the TV, I had TV station? So yeah. wait, wait, what do you do with an old TV station? You got they got tons of tapes and old the old radios and old tape decks. All right, and so kids break into satellites. an old abandoned yeah, TV station. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, I like that. Maybe, maybe they want to start their own public access type well, of show. Well, like Lobo said, maybe they maybe they're fascinated by this this old shit. Well, and they're all like, right, this, I have a, host. I have an ending. I'm going to throw out later that you. I don't right, know if you say, guys don't will forget like. it. Don't I won't forget. For, it. I will not forget it. Okay. I've been wanting to use it forever. Actually, all right. So, but we but we do need to get. We do need to get to that. I, I, I was going to say real quick, uh, they, these four, group of four, they could just have like a web show or something like everything is terrible or whatever. Yes. Yes. It's just a yes. group of go- they're just a group of punks who go find weird stuff to make yeah. fun of and that's put off cool. on the internet. Right. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Right. They okay. troll. They troll. It's like a YouTube channel yeah. where they pretty much troll – like found uh, footage fest guys. Oh, so what? Oh, if, what, right, what, right, if, right, what if they're? Uh, what what if they're like? Let's play a big. Let's do our ultimate troll. Let's break into this old TV station and right. hack a signal and and get our stuff on television. And yeah. uh, do they want? They want to. They want to do like a pirate do, station. Do they intend to mock this host? Yeah. Like like kind yeah. of like uh, like everything is terrible. Well, yeah. it's like not even that they they're mo- maybe they're not mocking those, but when they get to that TV station, they're like. Like they're going through stuff, and they find this. They find like old VHS yeah. tapes, and maybe they find that an old. One, that ooh, one. they find the old set behind a wall. That's cool. Yeah, you know where the guy yeah. died. Like where the guy died. This is very like Twilight Zone ish. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. amazing stories. Very, so they very find, amazing ma- stories. They find ish. like an old, the old set, and then they like they get on the set, and then that's when things just start like yeah. supernatural magic starts mm-hmm. happening. That satellite starts moving without yeah. them knowing, and then. But it should be it should be something like like Lobo said it should be like there's something on the tape that they kind of play and they release or something in a hidden channel oh, that they, they put, kind of access they, they put a tape maybe they put a uh, one of the old like tapes. the last tape or maybe the tape that like he died on set and that was the tape and it and ends at falls, six, and it ends at six 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 like that's the minute he falls on a stack of he it's he falls on a stack of VHSs <laughs> VHS ta- uh, tape wall collapses yeah, on is that collapses too much on. the ring ish is that like the well ring? Uh, you know the there tape. could have been something that happened uh, at the TV station live when he was on the air something that was so horrible that the station just never recovered Ooh, you know yeah so right. he found so, so so then yeah. so then the, what you're saying the tape could just still be the tape of his last show could just still be in the deck you know um the cameras could be all still set up the set could be set up because you know like because because you know when i was a kid there was an ice cream parlor where uh right across from an airfield and a plane crashed into the ice cream parlor killing a bunch of children during a birthday party this is real life this has happened for this is real life this is ferrell's in sacramento california look it up Holy but shit. uh uh it was so horrible that they just never recovered the oh, ice cream parlor yeah. just never recovered they just stopped it was just done it's like Hallow so Brown. who so, wants so to maybe, eat ice cream after so that? maybe yeah. like you know the the horror host had a bunch of kids on his show for a halloween special and oh. then maybe there was a fire or maybe something really bad happened oh, and, i got it you know, i got it i got it i got it hear me out hear me out Let's get let's get really dark. I like where he's going. Maybe it was a horror host that had a bunch of kids on the show, and Died. right before he went on, he found out like he was eavesdropping on his producers, like we're canceling him after this episode. Yeah, and he's just like, no, you're not. Oh no, and <laughs> I'm gonna cancel you. And he 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 ends up killing himself and all those people on set. Oh my god! And oh, maybe, maybe I'm gonna he, cancel your children. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Maybe god. He he's like a Freddy like, Krueger. He goes yeah. Freddy Krueger on everybody. Maybe remember the ghoul who who used to have the kids on the show and they would do yeah. like weird experiments and stuff. 
like and, and Goofy like they would explode melons and stuff. He explodes the kids. Yeah, maybe he can do. Maybe he can do that. Like where like there's like a group of kids who come on. Yeah, like that's you said, awesome. and then he turns into like a Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. So I and mean, which, that's which, awesome. And you could take the Freddy logic too, where when you're trapped in his zone in his world, he's got control. You die in that thing you die for real like, a, like, you a, die, like a you die in the tv if you die on video you yeah, die for real pretty much exactly right yeah because that's reality i love suddenly. it i love this I, is I, fucking I, rad I, man. it's really cool this is cool this is very so rad. maybe when they find that they find the old set behind the wall and the cameras are still there like mr lobo said and and there's this the tape is still in the deck yeah it's it's like in winter soldier when captain america went down and turned on the um the mm-hmm. brain. So, they, they, so they like they're on the set it feels really you know ooky and spooky and yeah and then creepy. they put they find the tape and like again i want that tape to end at six like six six minutes and 66 seconds but the dev does the devil have anything to do with anything else no it's just funny okay fine it, it's evil like this guy's evil so i mean yeah. it's just funny to have it okay. um cool People will enjoy that. That number is very popular right now. But I think there should be there should be like another event, like you said, that electrical storm, which kind of like hits well, that, at the same time. Well, while time. they're watching it, maybe like the, like I said, yeah, that satellite, satellite moves and it gets struck by lightning. Yeah, and that's what sucks them into right. the cameras. Right. They yeah. get sucked into that world. Ooh, like stay tuned when they got zapped into the um, or the, the new Jumanji. Dish. But now, yeah, but now they get zapped into gotta, the camera. Man, like, we're, we got so many awesome references in here. So like, let's, the, yeah, the cameras turn on and kind of aim and zoom on them, and then. Sh- yeah. Bang. Well, it also it happens with Tron. Yeah. Same, same thing with Tron. It's like Tron. Okay. Any way you're getting into that digital verse or that media verse. Like See you're how getting... things are created? There's a, like, you know, we just took yeah, except, like, you elements know, of everything else. That's fine. <laughs> that's the, Honestly, there's nothing left. That's is, the whole, but that's the is whole that point really of this movie. Is that really true, though? Is there, that really yes, true that nothing Sean. is original and everything is I a recycled think, I idea? I think, though, I, I want to come back on the show where we try to create a movie without referencing another movie. Yeah. Okay. Challenge, challenge accepted. Dude, you will, you will come back and attempt that. Let's, yeah. Let's just... Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, a dramatic – it'll be like a dramatic Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, uh, the, the Lake House but, but this time is travel. Dixon Time Part 2? Dixon Time 2, this The is, Dickening. Well, this is a good – this is a good safe kind of – a safe pitch. I'd watch the – because sh- like Lobo said, I'd watch the shit out of it. Because, this. I mean, like Will said, this is this is like Ready Player One, which is the epitome of like the recap culture that we're in. Yeah, we are in recap culture. So it's culture. like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just kind of go for everything and kind of – the title yeah. of this movie is Recap Culture. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what Recapinated? What, what was the Do we know what the title uh, is? Ghost Signal. Ghost Signal? Like, have a, do we have a better title? Do we have so, something snappier? Yeah, I think we can kind of. We could. It's a good start, but. It's a good start. We could definitely figure it out, yeah. like towards the end. But let's get let's get to it. Let's yes. let's. All right, so. I think we got to wrap this up. We we, no, get to no, our, we, ha- we have to get into. We haven't even gotten to Act 2. Well, yeah, we, we well we decided they're going to go into old TV tropes and kind of uh, right. kind of figure right, their way then, out. All right, so I don't know if we can there's got to be kind of, of that. All right, so then let's get to towards the ending. Then okay, yeah, they got to try to find a way. Oh, to... oh, 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 we got it. Okay, no, 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 I, I'm still talking. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other, the other, the thing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but let's I was go. thinking about the thing that we said earlier about about getting it, uh, you know, digitizing the tape and getting it online. Maybe that's your Lawnmower Man ending, where the video is uploaded online and this thing just 
takes over, you know, oh. this, this entity just takes over everyone's, you know, so it gets streamed to every like streaming device and TV right. oh. and smart TV. He wants to escape this TV channel. It gets the it TV gets, station. It gets streamed to every Samsung he wants to TV. Escape. He's and... been stuck in this TV station for thirty years. Oh, okay. He and, wants and, to get out. And since now devices, smart TVs have cameras and phones. microphones. Yep. And phones have cameras. Laptops. They can zap you in just like the studio cameras zapped the kids. Watches. In. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Rapture. Everyone. In the whole world just disappears. <laughs> right, yeah. Into, <laughs> oh, into their damn phones. Yeah. Everybody's into just, their, they get sucked <laughs> into their phones. Yes, that's pretty There's awesome. A bunch of phones lying on the ground everywhere. There's that's, gotta be an amazing ending montage then of yeah, like of everyone's every- just like, hey, what's on the t- they get yeah. sucked into the TV. And you like, just see empty, empty sofas and empty offices, and then suddenly everything's empty. Like, you you zoom into like a, a computer screen or a phone, and everybody's like, "Where the fuck are they?" They're banging on the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah, one of the yeah. kids' moms walks in and she shuts the TV off, and they're, and they're in like the movie like the, the day after or something. You know, yeah, that's apocalyptic. Cool. Kind that's, of no, they're like, in a Bobcat Goldthwait movie. <laughs> no, they could be. No. They could be in anything. They're in Shakes the Clown that's forever. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they could. Yeah. They could be in anything. My my ending was going to be like a, a fall ending was the kids can't get out and then all of a sudden you hear someone start talking and it's like it sounds like a, a weird narrator but it turns out it flashes to kids in a video store and the movie clerk is recommending this movie to those kids <laughs> um but i like this other ending and it's better. kevin smith <laughs> yeah that would <laughs> he should oh, make no, a cameo please no kevin smith can no kevin no smith. leave him alone no. leave him alone he's great you, you leave kevin smith alone <laughs> i like i like this i like that ending a lot more that is pretty sweet i mean i so, there's, there's a, so michael keaton wins yeah because he's basically yes. yeah he's basically a he's the lawnmower he's the lawnmower man yeah he's, he's like a digital god man. he's freddy krueger he's like the mix of freddy krueger and the lawnmower man but, as a tv and, horror host and, but then <laughs> fucking awesome and the trickster from brain scan yes like yes that. that's but the other one yeah. but didn't but did it, every every freddy movie and lawnmower man they get defeated somehow not really no but then they no, kind of come back man does oh, not get defeated yeah, at the end the phones ring everywhere because he's, oh, he's finally right. gotten out of his well uh, we should do a sense taking over. Right. They should do a sense because this is a Hollywood production. But we want to franchise this. We want to franchise this, but we should do a sense like they did defeat him, but then he kind of like the Freddy movies, like they defeat. Well, him, that's what happens in but the But then he comes man. back. Yeah, you think okay, you defeat fine. him. Okay. You think the kids win, but you know it's all a dream. All right. There's a ninety degree. There's a, there's the ninety degree plot twist right at the end. Right? Yes, yes, Where yes, it's yes, like yes. okay, we're safe, everything's cool, and then uh oh, it's not cool. Right? Is yes. That so no. yeah, yeah, that's only one say. kid makes it out of this, and he's able to go tell the story, but no one's ever going to believe him. It's got to be the black kid because black kids never like survive so maybe, through a horror movie. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, I always wanted to have an award, the Paul Winfield Award for a black guy who gets killed horribly in a movie, <laughs> and then just award that to black actors. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, like the only movie I remember, like what LL Cool J survived that shark movie. That's right. I That's was very the surprised. only one that I remember. I was very surprised he made it out of that. I was very but happy. I was rooting for him the whole time because <laughs> everyone too. else in that movie sucked. And What's he got that, him and that bird were the deep, best thing. Deep blue sea. Deep, deep, deep blue sea. And he sung the deepest, deep song darkest. Too. My hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest, darkest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Not only did he survive, but he Will fucking. Will knows the rap. I sang the dude, fucking I loved song. the fucking He lived song. to rap. He lived to rap at the end. Okay. Well, now we all have to agree. This movie has to have a rap at the end credits. Of course, yes. man. Yes. Just like an early 90s or a late 80s. Oh, uh, maybe we get Donald Lost Glover. Lost time like a ghost in the shell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. Can we get Donald fucking... Glover back from Dixon Time? <laughs> yeah, for the rap. He, he could, well, he could be one of the Why can't he? Yeah, he, could be, he could be the black kid. I think it should be Vanilla Ice singing the song. <laughs> 
about you guys. Ninja, ninja, rap, <laughs> rap, ninja. go ninja, ninja, go ninja. Hey, you know what? A lot of people give him shit for all that, but like, you got to give Vanilla Ice credit for like take him no, and Blondie. I don't. Taking, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do man. I don't have to give him credit. You got to give that guy him and Blondie. You got to give them credit for bringing rap to the mainstream the way they did. Rapture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, that was the first rap. Oh, like, Run DM, like Run DMC Shat- didn't do that. Shatner, William Shatner was the first white rapper. That's true, right? Oh. He did that spoken word, Rocket Man, and shit. Remember? Rock it, no, because no, Blondie had the fir- Blondie had the first rap video. That's true. Yeah, pretty much. Fat Rapture, Pop Freddy, right? isn't yeah. everything's fine. Well, the the first one, the, the first one was like. Uh, no, that wasn't no, the first dude, one. I'm was serious. It? Yeah, that was the yeah. first. That was the first rap video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, like, what do you the, know, the buddy? One, the one on MTV, I guess. <laughs> anyway, get back on the rails. No, I'm, all right. So we have to end it with a cool rap, uh, rap song and yes. stuff. <laughs> but I think the one we've the, got the, our end credits locked. Let, right. uh, the, 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 the one, one of our protagonists, the actor, the black kid, he gets out, and no one's gonna believe him. So like, Donald go, Glover. I say Donald. He Glover. go. He goes on. Maybe he's on his phone, and all of a sudden, like, he's like texting somebody and the yeah. fl- phone glitches uh-huh. and it starts texting for him and it's his friends and they're still trapped this, and it's like oh, and they're cool. like we didn't beat him we didn't beat him oh, and then it ends and that's then cool and no no a, no a, a childish gambino every no, no 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 here's here's like the ultimate ending is like like we didn't beat him we didn't beat him they're connecting to like their friend who's alive still and yeah. everyone else is still stuck all of a sudden the kids tv and computer monitor turn on uh-huh. and it's just michael keaton's character like yes. like laughing his ass off <laughs> yes. and the whole and everything and, and he's in his old studio which looks like brand new looks brand new but like then he looks outside the window and everyone's tvs are turning on in their houses and the houses Ooh. are going nuts oh can i suggest something that his set in his old uh his old tv station right mm-hmm. it, and it's maybe it maybe it's like a kind of an old haunted mansion or something like mm-hmm. that right if we're doing like a Bob Wilkins where he's just bookcases and he kind of – it's a study or something like that. So it, maybe the final kind of confrontation could happen in, in this, this digital version of this set. But it's like a real practical huge kind of thing. It's a real thing. It's, it's a it's, real world. It's basically his creation. Yeah. yeah. And it's his kind of uh, – It's the ultimate imagination creation. Yeah, pretty much. And, and it's his domain and he can kind of control that universe. And maybe Donald Glover looks outside and like the trees are starting to glitch. Oh, like, yeah. the whole ev- has the he car- been? He thinks he's escaped, but he's been in a, a TV no. He show no. He no. He's he ha- he did escape, uh-huh. but this character, this Michael Keaton character, this horror host, which we haven't given a name yet, which I regret. Um, the ghost host. He's a the ghost with the most. He's he, he could be ghost <laughs> oh, no. host, whatever. But the like cars are driving by and they're turning into like old, like Christine, a car like a, a like a, a station wagon drives by and it turns into Christine. Another car goes by that turns into a DeLorean. Yeah, it's just it's just shit like that. That's too it, Ready Player One. Whatever. You're too Ready Player One. You're you're just not into this stuff because you hate it. I don't hate. I'm going along with this. Come on. Yeah. All right. This is good. I like the idea of him looking outside and like the the, the worlds are merging. No, that's cool. That's definitely cool. The worlds are merging yeah. and it ends. Part two. And then Donald Glover's mom walks in the room. She's like, honey, dinner's ready. And she turns around. Her eyes are like all static. Ah. Ah, it's so cool. I like the act. We need a title. Um, yeah, we do. do. We need a title. Mr. Lobo, come on. Mm. Come on, title guy. Uh, a title for this, huh? Uh, let me think here. Uh, ready Player Two. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for it. <laughs> you know that's going to be the sequel to that. Please right? press play. No, there's a re- please, please, please play. Press, please press no, play. No. Be um, kind. Rewind. Well, stay tuned is a perfect title, good. but so if we can kind of come up with our newer version of "Stay Tuned," maybe like a uh, uh, maybe. Uh, hold on a second. Let me think here. Uh, um, because it's kind of streaming now. Mm-hmm. We can't do channel six six six. It's can on. We? It's yeah. on demand. Yucky. It's, mm. On demand. 
On demand. Well, no. well actually, hey, on wait, demand. What, what, now, if, what if on that's demand. what if that's one of Keaton's lines in the movies? Like, I'm tired of being stuck in beta. I want to be on demand. <laughs> and that's the name of the movie. No, on it should be called title. whatever his show was. That's a called. lame title. Whatever the name of his show was. That's well. Be the then title it should be movie. Ghost Signal because that would be the kind of show that he would have hosted, like a, a show like that. I mean, well, I think I, I like the idea. I mean, I don't know if it's too on the nose if if he's if he was the go- if he was the ghost host before he really was a ghost. Um, but yeah. um, but let me think here. There is. Uh, it would be interesting if it were something that was relevant both for the digital world and the right. current world. That's what, yeah, you know? that's what I'm thinking. Um, it should and, be kind of applicable to both kind of right. both eras, and like on. like a Channel X or something. You know, not that, but something maybe. Uh, yeah. Hmm. This is the this is always the toughest part of the. Sometimes the title comes the title. first. Sometimes yeah, the title comes still, first, and then the title has to sell the whole thing. Pretty much, you know. True. If it's like you know, because if you don't want dark channels or something like that, I mean, you could. That that's Ooh, sort of okay. That's pretty cool. Dark channels is cool. That's not bad because you know channels could mean kind of you know. Oh, you have a YouTube but, channel. You have right. You know right, everything yeah. has channels. Channeling yeah. the um, supernatural. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You're channeling, channeling the ghosts. spirit. Channeling yeah. spirits. So maybe you know that might, that maybe dark channels is a good is a good contender. I dig it. it. Yeah, it's cool and and it and it's almost it's almost uh, fun enough to work. I think. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Terror Vision would be fucking perfect, but you know mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. taken. But Dark Channels, mm-hmm. yeah. Or there was a movie called Bad Channels, which was like a Charles Band movie. I don't know. If that's uh, was oh. that was that was that a Charles Band movie? Yeah, Bad th- Channels. I, it was one of those full moon movies. I think it was called Bad oh, okay. Channels. All right, I, I, that, that might have been in my brain pan somewhere. Yeah, but I, I think I, I don't remember that something channels. I mean, I'm I'm open. I'm open for anything. I'm open for something. Well, what about you know? Ghost Channel? Ghost channels, yeah. is, is or ghost channels. He he's he is a ghost, and these mm. are channels. Ghost uh, channel. Dark channels, ghost channels is broad enough to mean uh, yeah, anything. I think, uh, or channeling evil. No, um, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking dark channels. I'm that's, I'm cool with dark channels because it's fun. It's you know yeah. it's like oh, I think what the more dark channels the more we more of... the more we say it when we have the poster art it's yeah. gonna really pull it dark all together. Channels. We'll have we'll have the marketing department start in ten minutes. Well, we have uh, uh, we have three fourths of eleven billion to work with. That's true. Yeah, so they get they got to start getting to work right now. That's pretty good. That's a lot of. A lot of scratch, a lot yeah. of dough. Well, this has to come uh, out. This it's all to, in. It's all in Bitcoin, though. This has to come out. <laughs> this has to get uh, shot, wrapped, post by Tuesday. It's going to be on subway oh, wow. platforms all over New York City, pretty much, and then okay. it's out of theaters by by next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got it's yes. got a quick and turnaround, streaming. and then a quick you know kind of two, two <laughs> how about dark streams. Dark, ooh, that sounds, <laughs> sounds, oh, sounds painful. Dark, it sounds yeah. it sounds chlamydic. I, I, I think they have medication. <laughs> I have the medication for that now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dark streams. Dark channels is it? I think because that's, that's yeah, pretty I'm cool. Cool with dark channels, and it's spooky. It's fun. You know. And yeah. it's like, ooh, I want to know more about these dark channels. And then when they have Nathan Fillion doing part two as a uh, replacing Michael Keaton. Matt Frewer, yeah, we, we could have Dark Channels two Ghost. <laughs> oh signal. boy, <laughs> Ghost Signal. Yeah, that's right, Dark, dark channels. channels two Ghost Signal. <laughs> ghost Signal. Yes, more Dark Channels. Yep, I like it. All right, so oh, let's okay. uh, Lobo. This is awesome, man. So we got to kind of synthesize this for it. our pitch. So, so we got to. Who, we who, want, the, who let, wants to do that, Mr. Lobo? Would you like to uh, give us a synopsis of the film? 
Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, imagine, if you will, for millennials who have their own uh, YouTube channel where they find found footage and riff on it, often making fun of classic stuff, old stuff, turning things on its ear, remix culture. They uh, just they, they hear this legend about uh, a, a, sh- a, a kids show that went wrong, where the host uh, went crazy and killed a bunch of kids live on the air. They uh, cool. they drive out to the middle of the Midwest where this TV station is. The TV station is just as it was left, completely abandoned, with cameras positioned. They um, uh, they find the old tape of the last show, and the instant they play it. Uh, uh, this entity of the ghost host, which had been living in the station all this time, has been given power. Maybe they even turn the power on yeah. or bring a generator. Um, uh, and 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 then the the, the ghost host uh, who is uh, is uh, has this uh, abilities. basically still yeah. abilities to sort of suck them into his world. And these kids kind of have to prove their mettle in these different uh, t- TV scenarios from the past. And they're using their technology, which, of course, just infuriates them even more. Yeah, it's cool. I like that um, point. Uh, uh, and, and so finally, um, he, you know, he, he, in these different scenarios, he kills these different kids, much like your typical horror slasher movie. We have one fresh, fra- fresh-faced, bright black kid who makes it through the whole thing, and um, he uh, uh, he gets the tape so that he can prove what's what's ha- what's really happening, and uh, the he uploads it, and of course everyone thinks it's BS. They think it's some sort of tr- troll thing. They think that all his friends are in on it and are hiding, and none of it's really happened. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, that's that's oh, good yeah. that he actually kind of digitizes it and uploads He's the it. one who brings it to yeah, the real world. because he's like, He I gotta, was let go for a reason. I need to tell everybody that this is real. That's that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, at, at that moment, uh, he realizes that he's unleashed this thing on the world. Uh, uh, everyone's cell phones go crazy, and uh, it, at the end of the film... It is completely uncertain whether he is in the real world or the world of the ghost host, which has now seemingly taken over uh, the entire planet Ooh, via digital media. That awesome. is awesome. And that is Dark Channels. Dark, Dark Channels. Awesome. Channel. Directed by Bob. Directed Bob, and written and, and directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. Starring mm-hmm. Ansel Elgord and Cara Delevingne and sure. Donald Glover. And, and who was the other kid? You changed Donald Glover. You're just like, I'm doing Donald Glover. I'm doing Donald Glover. Yeah, I'm cool with Donald Because we want the rap, and he's Childish Gambino, so we want the rap ending. <laughs> but it's got to be like a, you know, a rap rap. It's got to be like, no, it's rap, a rap rap. Rap, 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 rap. It's got to be like, I'm he's got to bring back rap. that retro rap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can't be like like a Kendrick Lamar. It's got to be like a fucking, <laughs> it's got to be like Who's a, the other kid? It's got to be like a fat boy's rap. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be like the Monster Squad. It's got to be like the Monster Squad rap. You mean like asthma, <laughs> asthma rap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. You got to have that. 
I got the bad boys out of breath, like yeah. climbing the stairs. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> awesome. All right. So this is awesome, Mr. Here Lobo. This is this is great. I think uh, I think um, this is what so far my favorite pitch so far. Uh, really, uh, out of the year. I, I think it's going to take a little convincing to Mr. Hollywood because I, I don't Why? know. I don't no, know. what are you talking? About? He's a he's big on the eighties, man, and he does does love TV ratings too. He loves so, it. So all right, if so, I know, if I if I know Mr. Hollywood like I think I do, yeah. I think he'll sign on to everything but the black kids surviving. <laughs> <laughs> he true. might he might take he might have some serious qualms about that. Can he be lighter skinned? It, it's gonna be a little convincing, <laughs> can but he, I can think, he be a mulatto? I think yeah. a mulatto? <laughs> I'm picturing can he be him a saying mulatto? Please. So Mr. Lobo, we're gonna take you on the laptop up and we're gonna keep you on Skype. As as we as we as we go up there, you're gonna come upstairs with us and you're gonna you're gonna basically we're gonna put the laptop in front of Mr. Hollywood and you're gonna take this. Take the lead on okay. this one. Okay, right. I will. Uh, I'll do my best, gentlemen. Of course, right. uh, with you guys backing me up, I mean, how can we fail? Well, we're gonna leave the room actually because we yeah. we're scared. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're just gonna okay. leave you there. Right. He might complain right. though. Last time we brought up the laptop, he's like, "How did you get him in the box? What is this weird person <laughs> staring at me mm-hmm. in the screen? Who's this brown guy that you let into my office? <laughs> Why is he not cleaning toilets? Do well, I hire him? He's still confused about my how Filipino could he heritage. How could he so. clean my apartment? No, he said he was cool with that because he liked the president. Of the Philippines. Oh yeah, he's like Duterte. He's also a great uh, producer of film That's and right. movies. <laughs> <laughs> We're writing a movie together. It's so, Duterte in Hollywood. <laughs> it's Mr. like Tango and Cash. Mr. Lobo, how can Dark people? How can people? They, well, they can they can go search uh, uh, OSI seventy four on their streaming device at, at least Roku for now. Yes, uh, Roku. Yeah, go to Roku. Yeah. Add at OSI 74 to your channels uh, in your queue and uh, and it is a free channel so there is no no obligation would you say it's, it's a dark off. channel mm. yeah, ooh a dark channel <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 uh, and and your other projects please tell people how they can find out more sh- sure absolutely a Cinema Insomnia is my TV show uh, and I'm all over Facebook I'm like the easiest person to find on the whole darn internet but if you put in Mr. Lobo or Cinema Insomnia in your in your Google or your YouTube tube or whatever you'll find something be careful what you put uh, in your google and your yoohoo's right. <laughs> i have a yoohoo before I'm get, bed every i'm getting night. hungry i want some snacks <laughs> uh, I, but uh no i, I mean uh, uh you know a cinema insomnia 16 years uh doing that show wow. uh you can find them on vimeo God bless, a lot of them man. are on vimeo uh, again, you got. I got. Uh, all, they're on OSI seventy four. Uh, I'm making a movie now called Mars versus Cheerleaders. Uh, I'm in the remake of Planet Nine from Outer Space, which yes. is in Walmart. That's right. That's right. It's uh, amazing. And, and, uh, got remade. Yeah, Mr. Lobo plays the Criswelly type of character, right? That's right. Uh, yeah. Greetings, my friends. We're all interested in the future because <laughs> that is where you and I will spend the rest of our lives. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there exactly. you go. <laughs> Knocking just out like of the Criswell park. being here, it's just like the next best thing. It's amazing. Thank you what? so much. Thank All you so much Chris for being here. That was great. That was yeah. awesome. Criswell was fun, and this was fun too, guys. So, yeah, thanks so much, uh, man. Uh, count on me uh, if you ever want to do this again. I I, I want to come back for the challenge where we try not to mention another movie yeah. while pitching movie. Challenge accepted. Let's except, do that. Except the lake house. <laughs> the lake. House. We're gonna build off the lake house. <laughs> only Sally Field movies. We can only <laughs> yes. reference only Sally, Sally Field. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Lobo, we're coming up. You're coming upstairs with us. I'm pressing the button and via the elevator, ding, and we're going upstairs. <laughs> we did uh, it. Absolutely, I'm ready, fellas. All right. I, I can smell that money now. Matter of <laughs> fact, we're just going to put the laptop in the elevator, and we're not going to ride. We're going to jump out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here so, it goes. Have fun. Bye. 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 Bye.
Awesome. All right. Awesome. All right. That's it. That's it. Lobo, thank you so that much, was, man. That was that a blast. Was easy. I thought that was going to be much more complicated. Well, I think the next one that you you're challenging will be will be a challenge. The next one that we can't. It's reference. hard for us not to reference things. Yeah, it, because when you're in here, like you're it's, just. I know I, we are kind of. I tell you, I, I have worked with independent film directors, and they're always younger than me, because I'm an old, bitter man. <laughs> but every script that I see, and it is, and it is very off-putting, and I don't know how to tell them. But everyone is every script that I'm given. It's always like lines of dialogue from other people's movies mm. and descriptors of scenes like, you know, whip pan, like Evil Dead or, you know, oh. zoom in on this thing like Hitchcock. You know, it's like everything in it is a description of someone else's technique, someone else's scene, just like Ghostbusters, just like Back to the Future. Um, you know, I love those movies, but, you know, you don't honor intensely creative people by just doing the same exact thing that they did. And I, think I mean, that, yeah, I Ghostbusters think... was a pat. This is not a new thing. Right. Ghostbusters was a pastiche of a hundred other movies. Ghost Chasers, Ghost right. Breakers, Spookbusters, Spook Chasers. I mean, they looked at every Idiots in a Haunted House movie and came up with something that no one had ever done before. Mm -hmm. And Star Wars, they wanted to do Flash Gordon straight up. Everything in that, they're like, okay, we'll have the crawl like Buck Rogers, and we'll have this, and we'll have, you know, we'll right. have this guy instead of King, you know. And they, they even though that that's how it was thought of, and say, okay, we're going to take the 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 old, old John Wayne pilot movies and put that in there. I mean. They didn't describe it that way. They had to come up with their own words to describe it. They had to come up with their own visual sense to put it together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, everyone has – I think the thing is because we have the internet and we know – everyone knows all the stuff that we know. I feel like we have to acknowledge, oh, well, this is where this comes from and this yeah. is where this comes from and this is where this comes from. But half the time, the person that we're taking it from took it from somebody else who took it from somebody else. Right, right, so right. I, I feel like we're kind of, uh, you know, we're discounting ourselves as creators by always uh, 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 saying we're taking, referencing or, or saying we're doing something that somebody else did. Everybody is doing something. I mean, nobody lives in a vacuum. An artist takes everything in his world and puts it into a pot, and it's the delivery. It's like telling a joke. It's not the joke. It's the delivery of that joke. Yeah, and I think, I think that the problem is, and this is kind of sad about today's content, is it's, it's where you have... You have all of that stuff that's just kind of riffing on everything else, uh, just on the on the surface level. But then you have movies like The Babadook or something like that, or or something like and and it's and it's competently done. It's it's well made. It's original enough, but it's not spectacular. You know, it's not enough to kind of like break through and create its own kind of. Uh, imitators i guess you know mm -hmm. yeah or you have like I, I still say this like it follows is pretty much halloween that's that's a remake yeah. of halloween in my eyes because it has the same atmosphere halloween does it's got this right shapeless entity but it did it put a name to it did make its own identity without kind of direct being direct yeah i mean i guess you know? like when i watched that movie i was like this is halloween yeah this is this is yeah, what but, it looks but, like but but, you know, there are a whole bunch of people who've never seen Halloween. Believe mm -hmm. Oh, listen, I watched, I, I watched a video yeah. like a, like last year and it was uh, it's like a, it's a YouTube channel. It's like they show young kids things from the past. Yeah. And they were like young kids, watch, you know, 
watch Halloween for the first time and they're watching right. Halloween and they're like, this isn't scary. This is boring. Like yeah. when I saw Halloween as a kid, I was like, that is the scariest fucking thing in the world. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Halloween was all about just the app. It wasn't so much about <clears throat> Laurie Strode and stuff. That was a part of it. But Halloween was about the atmosphere. Yeah. It was the suspense John Carpenter of, right. took something in the, in the suburbs that could happen to anybody, mm-hmm. and he created a character well, who. These was, kids are watching it on a laptop or on a freaking phone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what made Halloween like scary for the most part was the atmosphere and the music. Yeah. And that's what made it follow scary. Yeah. And when if they, wa- I'm sure if they watch Halloween in the theater, that, I don't think that that's fair though to say. Okay, well, you know, that discounts it follows because Halloween happened. No, I don't think that at all. Uh, I I just think that like because like I I would think like um, uh, what is the one with um, uh, shoot um, is it uh, James Wan uh, um, oh. Conjuring. Insidious. 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 Insidious is just poltergeist. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, we hadn't had poltergeist for thirty years. Well, so I think Stranger Things was poltergeist too. So Stranger Things. I mean, they might as well call call that movie Stephen King's. Right. I mean, that's pretty much (laughs) Stephen King's. That's right. It's just I'm going to make that. I'm making that T-shirt tonight. That's a good idea. That's funny. Uh, It's every Stephen King thing. Right. Right. All mixed together, you know, which, of course, b- b- sideways through Stephen King, you get John Carpenter and all these other things, right. you know, and 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 what's good about uh, I don't think that it's. I don't think every movie should be a seek and find, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah. that's from this. Right. Oh, that's from this. Oh, that's from this. Oh, you know, I mean, part of the job of being, I, I think movies, people say that movies are getting worse. I think audiences are getting worse. Yeah, I Absolutely. agree with that. That's true. Because the thing is, is that a movie is nothing. It's just pictures and sound. It's a reflective thing. It's it's bringing out something out of you. And um, I think that uh, what is missing is that it's a communications medium. It's a two-way medium. The audience is expected to suspend their disbelief. You know, right. and I don't think that in a world where, you know, we just get bored with things every 5 seconds, we don't have the patience with ourselves to allow ourselves to entertain an idea honestly. Um and uh, I think that that's why people, uh, and I don't know if it's just attention span, because I think if done in a right way that's uh, culturally relevant, you can create a, a, a situation where people will suspend their disbelief. Like, I, even though I'm not a big fan of the uh, Paranormal Activity movies, Paranormal Activity movies brought suspense back. People just watched nothing for like two hours. Right. That's right. Something to happen. Yeah. yeah. And nothing, nothing is happening in that whole damn movie. And it, it's all happening in here. And that, to me, is when you have people... Um, we were talking about books earlier. Instead of reading a book, you know... The reason people love books over a movie is because there's a participation there. You're bringing some of your experience into that book and making that book happen. You're, you're translating it in your head and you're and you're giving it something. And that's why I think uh, uh, the Star Wars, original Star Wars movies were so had so much of a bond because really 
they were it was a magic trick there was nothing happening in those movies it was all just, it's all in our head it's like mm. oh there's the senate and the republic and the knights and the stuff and you're putting all of that together now that we're completely going oh okay that one weird creature in the back in the bar okay well his name is glognick and he has four <laughs> novels and a whatever <laughs> right 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 so I mean, I think that it's like what may that I have a thing that we're going to run on the channel that was given to me by um, uh, John Stanley, who was the second host of Creature Features. Right. It was an Empire Strikes Back conference, okay, and they had the news there. They had the 50 people from across the country talking to the people who made the Empire Strikes Back because they'd never seen a movie like that before at a press conference, and um, they were asking them questions about what did this mean and you know are there what are the religious implications of of some of the stuff in this uh in star wars what are you know why did you go so downbeat with the second movie when this first one was so upbeat and you know their answers were really interesting because they felt like they um uh needed to uh create something that would uh, grab on to the audience and that the audience would fill their own feelings and realities into. Hmm. And, um, you know, they're trying to create a psychological bond with a lot of that stuff. And um, it, it, there was a lot more sophistication there where they realized that it was important to leave some of it ambiguous, that it was important to give the audience something to do, give the audience something to chew on, give the audience something to talk about for the next three years while they're putting together a third movie, yeah. you know? Uh, and I don't, in this culture where we just throw everything away after five minutes, uh, everybody wants to, to, okay, I want to binge everything and know everything about it. So I never have to think about it. <laughs> That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I wish, I wish we could, um, cause we ended the show like 10 minutes ago. A lot of the stuff you're that, saying that's is not really... relevant. That's not relevant yeah. to what, to what you guys are doing. No, but no, we can, we can, um, but we this can, is really interesting yeah. stuff. I wish, I wish this was recording. Um, we are still recording, but like this could be oh, like overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, extra time, <laughs> and then maybe oh, we'll do like. Isn't that going to blur the line between yeah. reality and the fact no, that we're no, actually in the No, I love everything you're talking about right now. I completely yeah. agree. We, with we everything can geek you're out about, about this for hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we definitely. But uh, Mr. Lobo, thank you so much. We, yeah. we have we have oh, another sure. show. We're recording like uh, maybe one or two more shows after this. So yeah, we have Ricky over here yeah. waiting for oh, us. Oh, okay. I don't want to keep anybody waiting. No, no. This was a great time, guys. Thank you. Thank you, man. This was wonderful. Yeah. This was a great. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm glad we finally got to collaborate on something because you know right. I really, um, of course, I'm just getting to know you, William. But uh, you know I, uh, you, you know I he admire you guys, and I, I I've been wanting to collaborate with you guys for some time. So this was really fun. Wait, awesome. have you? Have, so have you listened to episodes of our show before? I have heard it <laughs> in bits and pieces. I have to say, I haven't. I have. I have not. I'm not the type of person. I don't listen to podcasts. I think say he might be but talking a lot about of people in my circle. A lot of people in my circles listen to your podcast, and of oh, course, I'm talking awesome. about the uh, before this, the Gooligans and right. all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, hell, um, man, I, I know we've been talking. You and I have been talking about this for a while, but you know, since we live close by now, we should definitely make a point to kind of do something, jam on something. Yeah. Because we're probably oh. only a couple hours away from each other, you know. What the hell? Mm -hmm. We should. I could. I you know. Yeah, probably you know? two, three hours, easy. So, yeah, um, you know, let's do let's do something. Um, yeah. Let's go know, down to Philly and record an episode. Make, yeah, yeah, do something. Or oh, thank you so much for video. doing the um the the commentary for oh, our, yes. our DVD those yes, all those yes. years ago. Um, that was great, and you did all you did all like 
three hours. That was amazing. Oh, it was, yeah. that was brutal. That was so yeah. brutal. But it was all great content. Such a good sport, though. Was, Thanks uh, so much, man. It was well-informed, uh, entertaining, um, educational. We, we owe you big yeah. time for that. So, um, yeah, we definitely owe you. Just, yeah. just for you sitting through that shit for but, three uh, yeah. hours. Is, it, well, so. I, you know, I really enjoyed it. And it was it was challenging to me because I feel like – because I've done this a few times with DVD commentaries where I'm like, I have to justify myself being here because <laughs> right. I wasn't involved in this. I'm not I'm not close to this. I'm a complete outsider and I have to talk about it for three hours. <laughs> right. But you got so many so, you got so many references that we were doing that nobody else would have got. Right. You know? Right. Like you, you knew the airborne reference, which was crazy. <laughs> right? like, what the f- how the hell does he know? But, um, yeah, well also you, know? you had to do it by yourself. You had no bounce board. Yeah. Had, right. that, that's hard just talking alone. For three hours, like yeah, the podcast, we have four guys. You know, you don't. You could take. You could take a pause. Yeah. While the other person talks, um, doing commentary alone is a challenge. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for doing that. Oh uh, well, it was my pleasure. And like I said, I I, uh, I was kind of forced into doing things solo early um, when I was on Channel Ten. They wouldn't allow us to have outsiders in the studio, so um, I started talking to a houseplant on yeah. the show. Uh- uh, so, you know, it was, it, you know, if we did have someone on the show, a lot of times we'd have them cut off from the head <laughs> up because we didn't have a clearance to have them on TV, you right, know? Right. Um, so, you know, I just come from a different, um, place, but it's not because I don't like to collaborate. I, I, I do like to collaborate and, um, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll this try was to a find good one. To collaborate yeah. on. Yeah. Let's do that again. Yeah. This was fun. So, uh, thank you. It's very, a pleasure yes. to meet all of you. William, uh, it was great to meet you. Oh, awesome uh, meeting you. Know, you. Of course, Pete and Sean, we've we've talked lots of yeah, times, man. but it's nice to actually really talk. Yeah, thanks so much for yeah. taking the time. Wish Honestly, we could, uh, so wish... far, my favorite episode of the season. Yeah, oh, nice. all right. Wish we could go back to uh, um, what's the convention in um, Monster uh, Bash? Was it Monster yeah, Bash? Was man. a good one. We hung out in Monster Bash. Right. Uh, that was a good con- uh, convention. That was a good. That was much better than uh, Horror Hound. Horror Hound was was brutal. I thought <laughs> that's just sensory overload, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a. Um, uh, but I I uh, you know we are um, you ever guys well we uh, Sean you've been, you've been to RetroCon I've seen you at oh, RetroCon that's right yeah are you going in uh is October or whatever I, it is I am yeah I'll We're see you there. I'm going to try to have a big OSI presence this year. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, awesome. I might be there. What's RetroCon? I might be there selling toys again, so maybe I'll see you there. Oh, it's, excellent. It's it's a really cool it's, – it's not so small, is it? It's kind of a – Not anymore. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's basically um, – they have it's, – it's basically just a retro convention, and they have – Retro. It's mostly mostly toy focused though. Yeah, and uh, games. Be yeah, there's like a lot one, of man. vintage games and toys, but they have guests like Mr. Lobo there doing panels and stuff. And cool. the cosplay is excellent, actually. Like the co- uh, the costume. The where where do they hold? Where is this held? It's near Philly, Oaks. right? Oaks. Yeah. Oaks. It's by you. It's, Oaks, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think it's called the Greater Philly Convention Center or something like that. It's it's a lot of fun, and it it's it's it's. It's surprising how like the quality of like fandom is there. It's really cool. It's like, I really awesome. like it because it's just it's different than anything else. You it know, is. And again, it's not specifically horror focused or comic book focused. It's like people who like older stuff, and that's yeah. a lot. It's like a lot of cartoons, wrestling, but it's all kind of retro slanted. It's it's really cool. Right on. Yeah. All right, Mister Lobo, we're gonna check out, man. But thanks so much, sir. Adios, amigo. Great. Thank Appreciate you. It. See we'll be Have in a touch. Good remainder of your day. All right. <laughs> All right, take you care. Too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was awesome. Stop. That's right. Yeah.
You've been listening to the Pigeon Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. And please don't forget to leave us a comment too. Listen and subscribe to the Pitch It Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episode every week for free.